Hello and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your Woo! weekly punk rock movie podcast where we watch all the movies with dicks, decapitation, some blood and guts, titties, cocks, all that Usually, kind of anyway. stuff that we always tell you about. I am your host, Ryan Snyder. I'm here Hi, with, Ryan. As always, with my co-host. Hello, Ryan. It's me, Gabriel Mara. How is everyone today? I hope everyone's oh, doing well. We're back. Finally. It's you and me again. I know. And we got to watch a movie. Together. This hasn't happened in like a month. Yeah, we held hands the whole time. I know, it was such a sweet moment. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like yeah. slowly our fingers crept toward one another. Mm -hmm. I actually heard people in the hallway uh, outside of like my apartment and I'm supposed to have like my lock fixed soon. Uh -huh. So I was expecting the guy come in and like watch like two grown men sitting on a couch <laughs> together watching this. Yeah. Which would have been interesting. Like, hey. Hey man. What's up? Yeah, it's one o'clock in the afternoon and mm -hmm. we're watching Dirty Dancing together. Yep. Lights dimmed. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Couple Shit. couple cups of coffee, yeah. cool guys, a cat. Yep. It looked a little weird. No. Ryan, it only looks weird if you're ashamed of loving this movie. I am not. I, I am not. Unabashedly love I this movie. I have no shame about this kind of thing. What did we watch? Ryan, we watched 1987's seminal. That seemed that seemed unnecessary for Dirty Dancing. Yeah, I, I most of my gross like kind of like sex jokes feels wrong with this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's a palate cleanser this week, everyone. We watched Dirty Dancing. Fantastic movie. We didn't do Havana Nights, which we've been threatened to do for a while. I wanted to watch a good movie. <laughs> I'm very curious about that movie. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Supposedly there's a Swayze cameo in it. Is there really? That's what I've heard. I, I haven't huh. watched it. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, again, didn't we say everything we needed to say in this movie? Yeah. I mean, it, it, is it him? Johnny Castles in, in Cuba? I think, uh, from what I've heard, there's like, oh yeah, the the other dance instructor. and he's, I don't know. Somebody told me something see, about this. See, now I kind of want to see it just for that. I guess just you can YouTube it. No. Yeah. I'll see YouTube it. Just watch that clip. Patrick, so I'll cut it into the episode. You guys can hear it. Okay. Yes. Drop your arms. Breathe. Now just basic. Good. What did you mean when you said that's too bad? If you can't move through your fear and connect with yourself, there's absolutely no way you're going to connect with your partner. Listen to me. I know that it's scary as hell to let another person touch that part of you. But if you do, it's worth it. Not forget everything I just said and dance. If it exists, and I'm not yeah, lying. Yeah, let's, let's hope it's there. I feel like that would be a redeeming thing. I mean, mm -hmm. I love Diego Luna. He's a great actor. He's something I didn't mind in Rogue One, which I hated. I minded all of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. T to B? Yeah, I actually fell asleep in the theater <laughs> watching it. I was not impressed. And then I felt weird because I think you and I were the only ones who didn't like it. And then mm -hmm. we slowly convinced one other person that he didn't like it. And yeah. I was pretty proud of us. Yeah, no, that's just what we do. We're film people who like to drag people down to the muck. That's what I like to do to people. Mm -hmm. Convince you that the movie you loved is actually terrible. Yeah. Hey, man. That's what I live for. It's, it's like my dream thing. Uh, Ryan, before we go into John, before we get into Dirty Dancing, mm -hmm. have you seen Justice League yet? I have not. I, I've made... Kind of plans, maybe tonight. I don't know. I discussed it with Michelle Monaghan, and she was like, "Well, either stay in and watch something stupid, or quickly leave, spend money, and go to the theater." So I don't know. I'm kind of in favor of being a homebody today. I can dig that. Lowest um, opening weekend for a DC, DC movie. Honestly, I I've been saying to people, I hope this movie bombs. 
And looks like I might be right. Yeah, it made less than $100 million this yeah. uh, opening Suppos- weekend. Did you hear what the budget supposedly was? $300? $300 million. Mm. And it made back a hundred. Yeah, and that's, and that's not, not even including like marketing. promotions and everything. So they're they're fucked. Yeah, that's they're in the hole on yeah. that one. Uh, so maybe maybe my wish will come true. Kind of like how um, I think um, the underperformance of the Mummy killed the Dark Universe. Oh yeah. God, I hope they killed it anyway. I I heard that's still on though. I heard it's in trouble. I don't know if it's still completely on. Johnny Depp's still attached to play Invisible Man or. What a dumb fucking choice. That's so dumb. Yeah. Who cares? The yeah. Invisible Man. He's going to be invisible. What do you want? Yeah, what are the motivations for that? Like, yeah. we found a way to turn him on invisible, and now he wants his powers back. Yeah, I bet he's still going to have a dumb wig and like really bad makeup anyway. Yeah. Like, who fucking cares? Anyway, so if this, if these end, if this is the end of it, maybe they'll do one, they'll, they'll give Patty one more Wonder Woman, and we can be done. And then we can bury this whole Snyderverse, and we can, we can, we can start fresh. I wouldn't be surprised if it's just done. Um, like they have, they have a whole bunch of like Batman spinoffs lined up. But that's true. Oh, it still makes my stomach turn though. Like, ooh, what are they? What? What? It feels like they're still rushing something. They're doing. They're trying to throw everything at the wall and it's not sticking. Oh wait, well they already did do Aquaman. Oh yeah. I think that's done filming. I think so. James Wan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope that that's actually... I mean, James Wan's a good director. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that guy a lot. I like... Momoa looks like a great Aquaman. Yeah. I will watch Amber Heard eat breakfast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cool. Not because she's a particularly great actress. I just find her, like, unbearably attractive. Okay. Whatever so get, whatever, whatever puts asses in seats, man. Exactly. So I might be catching a triple feature today. Actually, quadruple, including this one. Yeah. I haven't been to the theater in, like, weeks, which is very, really? very unlikely. I've been too busy. Oh, yeah. You have, like, eight jobs. I have eight jobs and school, and I'm trying to, like, maintain seeing someone. It just doesn't really work out so hot. Yeah. And, like, uh, so hopefully I'll see... Oh, I saw Dirty Dancing today, mm-hmm. which, which is just nothing pure joy. Yes. And I'll be seeing The Square at 4.15, and then I'll be seeing Three Billboards at 7.15, and then if I can, maybe I'll catch the last screening of Justice League. Okay. Let me know what you think. I'm, I'm, swoop. I'm waiting for a resounding meh from you. It's going to be probably a hard meh. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to have some moments where I'm like, that kind of worked. I don't think I'm going to hate it. Yeah. I'm probably, because I'm walking in actual rock bottom expectations. Hmm. Speaking of Dirty Dancing. Speaking of Dirty Dancing. We watched Dirty Dancing. We watched Dirty Dancing. Ah, what a good palate cleanser. Yes, excellent choice, Ryan. You know, when we were watching it, like we were making commentary on it, and you had said, this is a movie made for teenage girls. Yeah. Whichever tort of which is why we both love it. Yeah. Because we're teenage girls at heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of our tiny pink tank tops and short shorts. I just, I love it. Yeah. I don't care. I'm sure there isn't anyone who doesn't know what this is, but for anyone who's a stranger... Ryan, explain to someone who's never heard of Dirty Dancing, what is Dirty Dancing? Dirty Dancing is Bumpin and a, a beautiful, beautiful movie mm-hmm. about a family that is going... I'm just going to give you the plot and go through here. Yeah, man. So, family decides to take their like annual vacation to their summer campground, rich white people place. Kellermans. Yes. And they have two daughters, dad's a doctor, mom is... Who cares? Trophy wife. Yeah, yeah trophy The mom wife. is, in fact, Emily Gilmore from Gilmore Girls, Kelly Bishop. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Gilmore. Sorry. That's all right. I, I know you love it. Yes. Everyone oh, knows so you. It's 1963. 1963, yes. It's the summer before Kennedy is assassinated. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they go to the camp, and there's a whole bunch of people. The workers aren't supposed to mingle oh. with the guests. We're recording this on day before Kennedy assassination day. Oh, cool. Well... Happy hey. day. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of happy. Uh, you know, it's just cool. Yeah. How many years now? 
A thousand? Yeah, at least. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing math. Either way. Mm-hmm. So, the young lady in question, Baby. Baby. A.K.A. Francis, A.K.A. Baby. Francis Hausman. Yes. She decides that she wants to co-mingle with some of these people. She goes up and sees the staff, like, lounge area, I guess you would say. And there's all these people dancing, and she gets, like, really into it. And uh, turns out someone there got knocked up, needs an abortion. She gets the money for the abortion. And then this person who needs the abortion is... Patrick Swayze's dance partner. Yes. So she steps in to help with a competition, or not a competition, a show that's being like put on case, later, yeah. later down the road at another place where mm-hmm. rich white people congregate in the 60s. Yep. Um, yeah. Hijinks ensue. They fall in love. And Johnny thir- Castle. Johnny Castle. 35-year-old Johnny Castle has sex with 17-year-old baby. Yeah. Before we started watching this, I asked you, hey... Do they bang in this? I don't remember. Maybe I'm confusing oh. it for another Patrick Swayze sex scene in the cabin. There are three separate. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot. They, sex they bang a lot in this movie. Yeah. And the whole time I'm like, dude, you're 35 and she's like 17. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was okay in the 60s. Yeah, it had to have been fine. Yeah. I mean, like Jerry Orbach isn't even that mad. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. he's not pleased. But you know, he'll, he it's okay. Mm-hmm. Because Law and Order. Because America. Yeah, because of America. This is the, this is a place where you can do that kind of thing, and yeah. I'm not getting into that. Yeah, no, let's let's not let's let's keep it let's keep it classy for keep our it classy. sex and violence yeah. show about decapitations and balls. Yeah, this is the episode where we're supposed to be very loving. Though. Yeah, I so. didn't want to say semen, all which came out. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Hey. 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 So dance contest, Johnny Castle. Uh, dance contest. Yeah, they uh do no, it's not a contest. Showcase. Sorry. Showcase. Showcase. Uh, kind of pulls it off. She doesn't do the lift. Mm-hmm. Which you know you gotta remember that's the thing she wanted to do the yeah. lift they had a whole scene of playing around in the water. Training montages of that Rocky style Rocky style dance training montages in the water. Love them. Um, Love a dance montage. Yeah. So, baby's doctor father ends up having to come to the staff cabin to oversee the after effects of the back alley abortion yeah. that was yeah. taken. Which, poor Penny. Yeah, poor Penny, poor girl. Uh, he's pretty pissed because yeah, he is not happy. He assumes that it was uh, Mr. Johnny Castle mm-hmm. who. Knock this poor lady up. Well, he did say he was responsible. He did, but... It, context. It, context, yeah. Also, I mean, he also paid for it unwittingly. Yeah, that's true. It's his mess, really. He has mm-hmm. to clean it up. So, he tells his daughter that you're not to hang around with these lowlifes. Yes. These, these, these people who hooligans. serve us. These nasty people. These bumpers and grinders. Yeah, I don't like them. These fucking peasants. We don't associate with them. We're, no. We have money. We're not like them. Yeah. He's 35. He's 35. You're 17. Yeah. You're supposed to go to the Peace Corps. Yeah. In any kind of context, like, as if you had, if you had a 17-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. is there any context in which a 35-year-old man, you're like, okay, you, you're fine? No. There's none. No. There's legitimately none. No. No. It's bad there's, news. There's none. Bad news bears all around. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, it's, it's cool. So Not anyway. even my 18-year-old daughter. Even if it's legal, still don't like it. Yeah. Not a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's... You know, if my daughter becomes a stripper, I'll be like, oh, okay, that's fair. I support that kind of work. But if she starts dating a creepy older man, then I'll know I fucked up. Yeah. That's, I definitely Then fucked you up. fucked up somewhere along, yeah, the, I'm like, along the road. When did I neglect you? I thought I did a really good job. Nope, you did a horrible nope. job. She's dating a 40-year-old. Unless she's dating, like... No, still, no, nope. no context. See, yeah. None. None at all. There's nowhere where it's like you're like, cool, mm. go for it. No. Follow your dreams. Yeah. What if it's like a time singularity kind of thing? Like they met when they were 18. Then he like falls into a time portal, comes out 35. He's still, he's still 35. Doesn't really mm. matter. Suspended animation. 
Yeah. Technically 35. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. Like Captain America rules. There you go, exactly. Because you're technically like dating. Yeah. Technically, you're like making out with a 90 year old guy. Exactly. But he has the physique of a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's actually changed. See, that, there, we yeah. found it. Okay. We found it, everyone. I knew there was a situation we where it would be did okay. It. Suspended animation is okay if you're mm-hmm. actually, you know, over the over 10 years t- uh, age difference. Like twice her age, dude. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's creepy. Johnny. Yeah, but The anyway. whole time he's like feeling her up and we're like, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. really like that. Yeah, especially in today's modern times. I'm not a fan. No. But anyway, so after uh, being told you are not allowed to hang out with these lowlifes. Yes. Uh, she goes back and uh, bangs little, little, him. Little P and G. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the exact same ap- set of after the house. Some, and uh, after some uh, teenage grandstanding. And absolutism, as you called it. But like she, she speaks in a lot. Of, I thought it was really good writing. Apparently, it's based on the writer's actual kind of life story a little bit, like a fantastical version. Oh, really? Of it. Yeah, Eleanor Friedman, Friedberger. Let's find out. Um, it's oh. kind of got this like farmer's farmer's daughter yeah. story Eleanor, to it. If, 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 from the girl from uh, Fire Furnaces. It was partly based on her life. She went by baby. She used to go to Catskills for the mountains and everything. Oh. Yeah, so it's a nice thing. But, like, uh, so she wrote this movie, and I was saying that I like how, realistically, a 17-year-old girl will be that kind of person who says, it'll be all right. She has a, like, a, naive, a naivete that's also one of her strengths, which is nice writing. That it's like it's nice. It's easy to infantilize and like make mm-hmm. fun of young people for talking. Like, yeah, no, the world's like you have to try to be a good person. I can change the world. I can change the world, and you know they don't make that into one of her weaknesses. It makes it part of her character. That being yeah. said, I think that's ridiculous, and you should you know, like baby will be burnt out soon enough. Yeah, and give her about five years once yeah. she goes in the Peace Corps and sees exactly. what human beings can do mm-hmm. to each other. She's gonna witness like a, like a mass execution. Yeah, can't do much more than that, baby. When was the? Uh... Well, I guess if she was going to go in the Peace Corps, she'd be seeing some of that, like, Cambodian death squad shit soon. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that'll happen. And mm-hmm. she's going to come back just disillusioned with, like, human ears around Hard her neck. Hard and angered. Yeah, yeah I could see She gets that. a nose job. Ugh. We'll get to that. What you, uh, I think that's going to be the Instagram picture. It's going to be the before and after and, like, like, a heart and an X over the other one. I like it. I like it. Oh, Jennifer Grey. She, like... Actress Jennifer Grey, mm-hmm. 26 years old, making of this movie. Adorable. She is like unbearably attractive. Yeah. She is really, really hot in this thing. Yeah. And then she ruined by not accepting who she was for herself. Uh, she's one of my favorite, like, uh, maybe just because of this movie, like, 80s girls. What about like, like Ferris Bueller? I, I like her in Ferris Bueller, but she's prickly. Red Dawn? Red Dawn. St- I still like this better. Yeah, that's fair. Is, is she so sweet and... Yeah, oh no, she's like she's a great, she's a star in this. She's yeah. so great as baby. Yeah, and like I, I, I love her. She's awesome. I support her. I want to protect her. I mean, you can't. That's not just a movie. You can't protect them. Yeah, like, they're, like you know, I don't want to let her down like Jerry Orbach did. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. never want to let you down. Never want to give you up. What other eighties girls? Are um, your... Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Yeah. Phoebe Cates. Mm. I just oh watched God, Gremlins the other night. You know, I really haven't seen that since I was like four. Really? Christmas watch. Yeah, hundred percent. That's actually why I watched. I was like, I mm-hmm. want to kind of like get ready for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, maybe want to watch Gremlins too as well. Hmm. Maybe do a double feature. Yeah, I'm totally down. That one doesn't take place at Christmas though. Oh yeah. And we oh, already we like... already burned ourselves out on Shane Black, so we gotta yeah, we gotta find true. some more off the wall picks. Okay. Damn it. I'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll try and find the holiday movies that work for us. 
Cool. I'm done with that. Invasion USA. Invasion USA. Mm-hmm. Classic, terrible Chuck Norris film. Okay, I'll Thanks watch it. Space on Christmas. I'll watch it. Yeah. Grizzly. Yeah. So, um, what happens next? Ryan? Oh yeah, what Mary happens Nancy? next? Yeah. Whew. So, uh, yeah, they bang. Yeah. And uh, there's some more like little bullshit stuff, just kind of moving things forward a little bit, and then, hey, someone's stealing the wallets. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, before that. Johnny is told he has to change his end dance routine. Yes. To the pachanga. Yeah, whatever that is. I don't know what the pachanga is. Yeah, I, I, I can mambo. I rely on you for this kind of like intellectual yeah. shit. No, I mean also listeners, I'm I'm a trained ballroom dancer, so this movie is also close to my heart for that reason. Okay. Um, when have you ballroom danced? In college. Really? No, I I always tell people like this is like a running joke for me because it amuses me, especially because it's true. Uh, I took ballroom for two years, two, two three years, at Brooklyn, at Brooklyn College. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. Like, three semesters. And I loved it. I was really good at it. I really enjoyed it. I never got to compete because in my third semester, when we started getting ready to do that kind of thing, I uh, it was also taking my thesis film, mm-hmm. so I kind of stopped doing the dancing thing. And it occurred to me later on, when I dropped out of seven credits to go, if I had been taking regular courses instead of ballroom, because ballroom was worth only one credit, and the regular courses are three, Ooh. I didn't finish college because I was taking ballroom dancing. Wow. Yeah. Also because I was stupid. That, yeah, that too. Yeah. I'll be done soon. Get off my ass. Soon. I just have to finish reading Dracula and write two papers. That's it? That's all I have to do. To finally have my fucking like, degree. You should just not do it. You see, no part of me really wants to. Yeah. But this time, I, I, I paid for my, my tuition, and mm. I just can't shoot myself in the face like that. Yeah. If I'm going to shoot myself in the face, I'm going to do it for real. Okay. Not financially. Okay. Yeah. I support whatever decision you want to do. Thanks, bud. I dated a ballroom dancer who did competitions. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How'd that go? Not well. No? No. Sorry, dude. That, it wasn't Michelle Monaghan? It was not Michelle Monaghan. That would be the coolest thing to find out, that she's secretly like a ballroom champ? No, no. She... Two left feet? No, that's me. She can dance. <laughs> like, we, we were at a couple <laughs> weddings over the past month, and like... She's like, here, come on the dance floor and dance with me. And I tried dancing and she just laughed. She's like, just go sit down. Aww. I was like, all right. True love. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go sit at the table alone and drink. Right, I'll teach you to ballroom dance. I, at one point, did know how to ballroom dance. Oh. Uh, When I was in, like, middle school, early high school, I was taught that for, like, stuff. Sure. School stuff. So I, I had it, but I'd no longer have it. Like, I can slow dance. Oh, yeah. It, like, it, that, it, yeah. Like, like that, it's just, like that, like the ballroom little, stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I could do that, but like, I just can't like dance to upbeat, lively music. I look like the whitest white boy. <laughs> it is really embarrassing. Like, I, I'm always pretty sure that I think I'm better than I actually am. And I think that I do okay, but I'm not, I, I can dance, I can dance well sometimes. Mm. It, it depends on inebriation and what kind of upper I'm on. Okay, maybe that's what I need. Yeah, it could be. Just be just, just need drugs. Drugs and alcohol. I think that might be another fun thing. I have to put another feather in my hat, based on what Johnny Castle says in this movie. Since I'm moving to California, maybe I should get my dance instructor certification. That would be cool. Get that and be a, be my yoga teacher certification. Mm-hmm. So I just have these great feathers in my hat. Yeah. They both add up to... I could see you as a dance teacher. Yeah, I, I'd be a charming as fuck dance teacher. I could really see that. Mm-hmm. I... I think you should do hey, that. Ryan, when you when you open up Camp Snyder, mm-hmm. um, I will absolutely be your Johnny Castle. Yeah. You're just not allowed to fuck 17-year-olds. Um, I think I've had plenty of chances to fuck 17-year-olds. That came out wrong. I would. <laughs> I have not done it, and I will not do it. I am a moral man, a, a deep, deep well of sexual guilt, and kind of like, like 
what's the word I'm looking for? Hang-ups? There's another word for hang-ups. Hang-ups. Yeah, there's hang-ups. Okay. No, never dip below 22, friends. When you're almost, when you're 30-ish, just don't, don't do it. Yeah, that's just don't do it. bad idea. It's bad. You're, like, I, I know, you can run through all the scenarios, just don't do it. Be, be, just don't do it, dude. Teach her to dance, and but don't be a creep. Yeah, don't be a creep about it. Just, just be, be a creep. Be very nice. Yeah. Be cordial. Yeah. Be professional. You, I unfortunately made you get me iced tea when you see Jennifer Grey nippies in this. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. You own it. It's a 30th anniversary edition. Yeah. Yeah, you, right. you, you, you don't want to Mr. Skin this. It's fine. Yeah, no, no. No, no, no. It, that, it's it would make it weird. It's too pure and too joyful a movie. Yeah, I'm glad I missed it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, where was I? Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So, has to do the, the stupid dance, and then he agrees to do it, and then gets accused of stealing wallets, and mm-hmm. then Jennifer Grey's like, no, he totally didn't, and they're like, you don't know that. She's like, I do, I because I do. we were boning. You were boning. All fucking night. In his cabin. He said from, like, one to four, this mm-hmm. dude was playing cards, and like, yeah, that's, uh, Johnny doesn't have, uh, an alibi, and... Yeah. Jennifer Grey is like, reading. yeah, my panties say different. <laughs> say what? What? D- d- sorry, go on. No, yeah, um, so Mr. Law and Order gets all pissed off and mm-hmm. goes and cries by the lake, and then Jennifer Grey comes up with more teenage absolutism yeah. to him, and then they... Heartbreaking scene, like, Jerry Orbach, great actor, just a little bit of lip quiver. Yeah, I noticed the, like, the, oh. quick, the quick quiver and, like, yeah. the glassy eyes. Yeah. Great. Nonverbal performance. Yeah, good Loved stuff. it. Good stuff, Jerry. And then they go to the the end of uh, camp dance slash talent show yeah. thing where her stupid sister is kind of dancing, mm-hmm. where she has a weird kind of like like storyline in this movie where she wants to bang the guy who knocked up the girl who gets an abortion. Penny and Robbie. Uh, hopefully everyone followed me through that. Yes. And then finds him banging another chick and it's, runs it's away. Oh, did you... Um, the girl that Robbie's banging is the uh, woman that Johnny chose to not bang in order to bang uh, Jennifer Grey. Mm-hmm. And the older woman is the one who rats him out. Yes. All that. Yes. Um, so, yes, that's her thing. And then she's up... Uh, the sister's up there dancing like a child yep. and singing a really, like, ridiculous song. And then... Baby's sitting in a corner. Baby's sitting in a corner. Johnny has left town. Mm-hmm. Or has he? Or has he? He comes back in looking cool as... Yeah. His leather jacket. Yeah, I have that jacket. Oh, cool leather jacket's mm-hmm. the best. It is cool leather jacket weather cool again. Cool leather jacket, thank God. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm so happy to break out my leather jacket again. Yeah, dude. It's a little cold for me. I need, yeah. a, I need like, a, like, a, like a light thin down to wear underneath it. Then again, California. California, yeah. You can wear a leather jacket all day if you want. No shirt, leather jacket. No, no shirt, leather Arnold jacket. style. Dance teacher. Hell yeah. Oh, God. That would be a great second act in my life. I just become a dance instructor. Wear a leather jacket and no shirt. You look like an 80s hair metal singer. Mm-hmm. God, it looks so cool. That would be pretty fucking cool. Taking a motorcycle, too. Yeah. Riding around, no helmet. Nope. No, I believe in safe. Well, motorcycle safety. That's okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I took a course on it that I failed. That I, I mentioned on this very show. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a bitter pill Are you going to try was. again? Not there. I oh. feel like, like it would be just a waste of time and effort there. I'm just writing off that loss. So I'm just going to either get it uh, get it here if I have time, or I'm just going to go in California and get it there. Solid. Or my friend Brandon, who's always teaching me about motorcycles, he's like, yeah, I know like like 50 dudes who ride without a license. And I'm like, well, I don't know about that, yeah. but we'll see. Okay. 
Well, be safe. Yeah. Whatever you're it, doing. It, it cuts out a safeguard, so that way I can just, like, buy a bike and not worry about that weird, like, anxiety-inducing thing that loop I put myself into. It's like, well, how am I going to practice if I don't have a bike? But how if I can practice? I'll get my license. I'll get my license. I don't have my bike. I want to get a bike and a license. It's a weird cyclical thing. Yes. You're, you're already wound up tight as it is. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. too much. My hands are shaking. Yeah, you drink too much caffeine. Too much caffeine. Uh, so cool leather jackets enough. aside. Yeah. So Johnny comes back at the last talent show thing and... He says nobody puts baby in a corner, which... Doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Like, I'll did, let you take this one. Did did we miss a line where she says something like, I like I don't like being in a corner? I, I, I didn't know if it was like some weird like child thing. Like when you're in trouble as a kid, like they put like uh, yeah, go stand guess, in the corner. Maybe. I see. I, I, when I was a kid, and I'd never seen this movie, I knew the line. Everyone knows that yeah. line. I'd always assumed it was something like, like baby's in a bad situation and she's trapped. Yeah. And when when Spoizy comes back to sit like to like dance with her, it's like him like saving her out of this jam she's in. Yeah. She's not in a jam. Things are fine for family. She's just gonna go home now. It's a it's a weird line for people to remember from yeah. the movie. Like it's, it's a weirdly memorable line. Is it? Maybe it's always it's on like top hundred like movie quotes list always and i it just it doesn't make sense in the context of the scene whatsoever it kind of like like you're people who are waiting for the whole movie like oh yay but like i see it and i'm just like why they'll be like me walking in this room being like hey ryan great stool they'd be like and then yeah and then everyone's like best line of the movie it's like at no point have we talked about stools in the last two hours it would be so much better in that scene for him to walk up put his hand out and say nothing uh, that would be more. It would make sense. Memorable. Or something to me. that's made, or or I think the other fix is you add a line earlier on where she feels like, oh, I'm always on one of the sidelines. Like I just find myself trapped in a corner, just sitting there, just watching watching my life go by. Yeah. And then he comes back and he remembers. And yeah. Listeners, if you if there is a line that we've missed where they explain this, because really it doesn't make sense. Yeah. This should be a Snopes us, thing. Yeah. That'd be yeah. Great. Oh, we should do it. Yeah. Um, tweet at us at Top Gallant Radio. Yes, please do, because I, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh. Anyway, they get on stage, and they do their awesome dance routine. Yeah. And finally, finally, after long last, they sticks the, uh, the lift, baby. The lift. Mm-hmm. It's great. And it's a great moment. And Jerry Orbach's song. like, hey, it's cool. We're cool now. Yeah, you can fuck my daughter. Yeah. Where were they going? Is that where he stops them? He's like, yeah, you're not going to bang. Yeah, he's like, why don't you, you know what? Just be safe. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Someone already hey, got an abortion in this I'll movie. I'll do another abortion, one. Sweetie. Yeah. yeah, I'll take care of you. That's that's being a real good dad. Yeah, performing an abortion on your own daughter. Oh, in the history of the world, how many times do you think that exact situation's happened? I don't want to know. I'm very. I want to know now. Okay, uh, in, that's a in, question I never thought I'd have to ask. Yeah, let, let, let's let's cut out any creepy incesty reasons, but like a like a legit situation where a father doctor. Has to give his daughter an abortion, and it's not like a back table like rape murder kind of thing. I don't know when that would have ever happened because abortion's such a hot button issue. I feel like we have to f- tweet at us at Top Gal Radio, <laughs> Radio if you know the answer. Yeah, if you want to talk about abortion and other hot topic mm-hmm. issues such as dating underage women, exactly striped pants. Yeah, striped pants. Hot topic issue. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, yeah, movie That's ends it, with yeah. uh, Jerry Orbach saying, yeah, you can fuck my daughter. That's all good. Mm-hmm. Baby, just be back in time for dinner. Yeah. And, you know, they had the time of their lives. Yeah. Great song. Great song. And she's like the wind. Yeah. Ooh. I like that better. Ryan, what do you love about Dirty Dancing? 
I love its 80s charm. Mm -hmm. It there's, I, I said to you while we're watching that that the 1980s have more hits than misses in my in my mind because there's so most of the movies I love come from the 1980s. So like mm -hmm. this is another example of that where it's charming, it's sweet. It's there's really nothing wrong with it. No, I think it's a it it sounds odd, but it's a virtually perfect movie. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It is wonderful. Aside from that one line, movie. which we have like just a minor quibble with. Yeah, it's, it, uh, that might be our fault. Yeah. We so, could have missed something, but yeah. at the same point, it's it. you're right. It is a perfect movie. Mm -hmm. Anyone who says they don't like Dirty Dancing, like I'm kind of tempted to be like, why? I would, I would want to know why, and they, you better have a good reason. I think it would be like a someone like hyper-masculine, like, yeah. I'm Dirty Dancing. No, I like Rambo. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, Rambo's cool, but like, Dirty Dancing is... Great. You just about quoted my brother. Oh. He's that kind of guy. He doesn't like dirty dancing? I don't I think now that he's married, he's softened up a bit. I think okay. his wife has to love this movie. But I'm sure he still acts like a jackass about it. Mm. But he's like, oh boy, watching Dirty Dancing a girls movie. But you know, you're my wife, and because I'm a good husband, I'll watch this for you. And like, yeah, guy, it's Fucking be cool. It's a I, great movie. I can think of people in my life who would probably, I'd probably have to have this conversation with, but uh, yeah, it's just, I think it's just hyper masculine. Like, from a yeah. from a movie standpoint, like people who like movies and mm -hmm. just don't have no qualms, this is a boys' movie, this is a girls' movie, this yeah. is just a movie. Yeah. It's perfect. It's there's, a great it, movie. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's got sweet moments. Great it's, dancing, has some drama, it's, has some funny moments. Yeah. All around. Yeah. This is a very good movie. It's a it's smart. It's a good movie. Yeah, if you've watched way too many sex or violent movies, mm -hmm. this is the the perfect. If you cleanser. need a little bit of sorbet, yeah, dirty dancing, baby. Yeah, this is this is why we do this segment to give you a little bit of break from our normal bullshit. Yeah, it's also partly why I don't mind going by baby. It amuses me. Yeah, it's kind of funny when that whole thing was going. On, I was like, oh, this is funny. Yes. We make dirty dancing jokes all next week. Hell yeah. It's also since, you know, like... Or tomorrow. What's tomorrow? The Ryan and Gabe show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We're having... Yeah, they, um, listeners are recording this uh, day before, day before Thanksgiving. And any of you in the whole industry life know, day before Thanksgiving is one of the famous bar hell days. Yeah, it is actually the hot, the day with the most DUIs, I think. Wow, that's kind of crazy. It's, it's like, categorized as the biggest drinking day of the entire year. I guess it makes sense, because people aren't aware how much they're going to get hammered. And mm -hmm. then people walk into something like St. Paddy's or New Year's Eve being like, guys, we're going to get so drunk yeah. and everyone's ready for it. Whereas, I don't think, if, if you're not in the industry, you have no idea that this is the biggest night of the year for people to get hammered. Everyone's back home. Everyone's seeing their old friends. Mm -hmm. Everyone's doing their shots and everything. So. It's, it's, everyone's coming in from out of town yeah. to see people they haven't seen in forever. Like you mm -hmm. said, like old friends, family, whatever. And it's normally just like, a celebration of like, ah, oh, I haven't seen you yeah, forever, let's get fucking away You got a kid, it's two shots. But like you said, like people go into those other days, they're yeah, like fully aware. Holidays, yeah. And this is just unofficial, and then they get fucked up way too quick, and then... Try to drive home. Then I have to clean up puke. Yes. Yeah, it's it's going to be yep. a good night for money for us. Yeah, it'll be fun. Do we for, have a band? I don't think so. Oh, God. I feel like we should have had a band. I think we did yeah. last year. Did we? Yeah. We had Larry last year. Was it me and you? It was you, me, and you. Hmm. I was trying to remember who I was work who I worked it with. It was me and you. I think that was it. Let's see. Yeah, because oh. that would have been it would have been my birthday, and mm -hmm. I worked that night, and you 
uh, made Larry sing happy birthday. Oh. So. Sounds like something I do. Yeah. Okay. I believe my words right before I did that were, I hope nobody sings happy birthday to me. And I think that's probably why I did it. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. It was a nice time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Dirty Dancing's Dirty awesome. Dirty Dancing's awesome. Yeah. Go watch it immediately. 30th anniversary. Yeah, it's a big deal, guys. Yeah. It turned 30 on August 21st, apparently. It's so good. Uh, if you don't like it, fuck you. Yeah, um, if you don't like it, I, I have to ask the question, have you actually seen it? Yeah. I think most people, like, even when I was a kid, when I was 13, and I thought I wanted to be a tough guy, I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch Dirty Dancing. Yeah. And now I'm a grown-ass man who loves movies, and I can appreciate these things. This movie is built like an old cathedral. It's built to last, and it's beautiful, and it's perfect, and it's it's perfectly constructed. Mm-hmm. I think we're just making it so every time we do a palate cleanser, it is something we both love. Yes. Or we know the other one will love. Sing or, Street was the first yes. palate cleanser, and beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. movie. Same thing here. Beautiful, beautiful yeah, movie. We, just, we like music in our movies, like expression. Yeah. Love an underdog story. We we like to say that it's okay for a grown man to cry. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We'll cry. We'll cry right now. I think we're on record as talking about movies we've openly wept at, so. Yeah. I cried during Gilmore Girls all the time. Mm, I cried during Logan. Yeah, dude, that's, that's a good guy cry. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, I was sure. just talking about that because we were talking about, like, I don't know if I said this last week to you. No, I don't think so. I was talking to Michelle Monaghan about what our favorite movies of the year have been because mm-hmm. we saw... Oh, we saw uh, Thor. Yes. So, I'll save that for a second. second. Okay, sounds good. So, uh, yeah, Dirty Dancing, great. And uh, anything else to say on Dirty Dancing? No, guys. Just go watch it. Um, If you haven't seen it lately, see it again. It's better than you remember. And uh, it's just a fucking great movie. And if you haven't seen it and you you dare shit on it, shame on you. Yeah, shame on you and fuck you. Shame on you. Yeah. You know what's what's, what's really punk rock? Liking whatever you want to like. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm going to give this five punk rocks out of... Five punk rocks. I'm gonna give it uh, one Johnny out of a castle. That... You only need one, baby. Okay, yeah, good. Okay. Mm. I'll give it one okay. Swayze. One Swayze. Ten out of ten Swayzes. Ten out of ten would recommend. Speaking of Swayzes, we got a Swayze for a quick break. Um, we're a Top Gun Radio production. Fuck you, Danny. Here we Fuck go. You, Danny. Hey everybody, my name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good! I like movies too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh Uh-oh. The Sith. Because, yep, uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my god, this this book is so painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, no, I know that's, I know what that's like, and truly... Our... You were in a car that landed in Blackwater? Yeah, I dude, I know, I fucking killed a woman. You like fought? This. Uh... <laughs> you, oh, okay, never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay, because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her just going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit God Girl up his ass? <laughs> Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as 
politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one run-in <laughs> with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not going nope. that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just we're just milk chugging right wingers though. <laughs> milk chugging. And books into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wise blood. Ethan from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. The hot ass top gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area, and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out, Slow Readers, comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio. Hi again, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Welcome. Hi, Ryan. Hi. It's still me, Gabriel. Still me, Ryan. Still us. Still you and a cat. Yeah. Making noises, as yeah. always. Have you named your zombie cookie jar? No. You should. Really? Yeah. What's well, oh. a good zombie name, besides Bub? Hmm. I don't know. I don't really watch any zombie things anymore. Yeah, I mean, I got disillusioned by Walking Dead. Hey, we watched Shaun of the Dead the other night. Yeah, that was the the movie that I left during, unfortunately. Oh yeah, I have it in my house. I should have brought it for you. I forgot. That's fine. Work. It's it's just Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I feel like like who, I, I think I was talking to Daniel, and he said that like yeah, I know it's kind of wild. A lot of people apparently haven't seen Shaun of the Dead. Really? Mm-hmm. I was like sitting with people who were like quoting along with it. Nice. Well, I think that's that's our people. Yeah. But I think a lot of random folks are just like, oh, I've never seen this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so why were we watching this? It was my 30th birthday bash. Yeah, happy birthday. 30th. Thank you, Ryan. It's not till Thursday. But uh, all what I did was I rented out a nice little banquet hall in a club, and I set up a projector, and I screened some movies. We screened Aladdin and Shaun of the Dead, and we were going to screen Blade Runner, but then we had a late start, and we only mm. had so much time. So I decided to just play party games. Okay. So nice time. It also became an impromptu Eagles party. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But you know, you know what, everyone... No hard feelings. I, I, I'm glad. I'm, I'm just happy you're happy. If everyone had come to my party, only watched the game, and left angry because they lost, I probably would have been upset. Yeah. Instead, everyone happily marched. I was like, it burns, baby! And I'm like, hey, good job, guys. Movie's still on. Yeah. Can you guys shut the fuck up? Yeah, because we're at the climax. Yeah. It's a fucking scene of, uh, with the Winchester. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it was a good party. Good yeah, pizza. Nice Where'd you get good the pizza from? Um, the NYC Village Pizza Place. Oh, the one that Derek recommends. Yes, by the home. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, it was good pizza. I really enjoyed it. I was pleased. Yeah, a lot of good people there. Mm -hmm. Pretty much the Bethlehem Bartender Mixer. Yeah. Plus Eagles Party. Yep. And uh, pizza was good, drinks were good, and uh, a lot of people became members. Yeah, I sh I'm, I'm pretty pleased about that as well. I'm glad that it came off well. I helped them clean up and everything. And I hope I made them a lot of money. I believe so. I saw those jars were stacked with yeah. dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Ryan, what did you see this week? Uh, the last thing I saw in theaters was Thor. Uh-huh. Uh, Ragnarok. Last week. Um, yeah. Meh. That was my yeah. feeling. Um, I watched The Godfather last night, but it was an inactive watch. Okay. Because I've seen it so many times. Yeah. I just like to, like, throw on a movie in the background while mm -hmm. I'm, like, dicking around on my computer, yeah. like, reading. Having The Godfather on in the background is like owning a beautiful painting in, a, in, like, in your apartment. It's really well lit. You can just now again look up at it and, like, appreciate it. Yeah. There's, like, I, I, every scene's a great scene. So, mm -hmm. like, when I'm, like, in between articles, I'll look up and watch for 20 minutes at a clip. And there's always something cool going on. Yeah. I'll probably watch two tonight. I'm always referencing that movie, like, randomly. Yeah? Well, uh, let's see. My favorite quote from that movie, just because it amuses me so much, especially if I'm calling someone a bastard, I'm like, You bastard, Michael! Michael! Mm, very good. Yeah, thank you. 
Connie. Connie. Mother of Jason Schwartzman. Really? Yeah, Talia Shire. I didn't know that. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman's mom. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, is that awesome? Yeah. It makes me want to watch Bored to Death. Yeah. I was telling former guest Neil Heimsoth about that show that uh, Ted Danson's character in that show is essentially him when he's 60. Yeah, he, he, I think he'd really get behind Bored to Death. Yeah. Like, so he enjoyed it a lot. Bored to Death's great. Good show. Uh, what else did I watch this week? Dirty Dancing. This. Mm. Um, I don't know. I was going to go, like I said, I was going to go see Justice League tonight, maybe. Yeah. But probably not. So. Yeah, I'm catching like the last show. It's going to be like 11. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm trying to know what time the last show that is. That's a good idea. I have to get my car fixed still, too, so I can't really go anywhere. Oh, yeah. I have to I, steal I, my I, wife's car. I have an insurance payment to make. Yeah. I was kind of like bummed out. I was like, okay, I, my savings are a little behind. This is fine. I'm going to save the rest of my, oh, that's six months worth of car insurance payments. Okay, never mm, mind. That's, yeah. That's like five hundred dollars down the drain. That's part of the reason I think I'm probably not going to the movies tonight is because Christmas is coming. Oh yeah, I forgot like, to buy presents. Yeah, uh, I've, I've been. Although buying, Tuesdays, like, it's like five bucks to get in the movies. See, that's yeah, and I, I also don't pay for going to movies. Oh no. Oh no. The last just like screening that I can probably catch. Oh, Lady Bird's also playing at the Promenade. Ooh. I promised the professor I'd wait to see that with her. Oh okay. Okay, let's see what's at the other theater. There's lots going on. I know. That three billboards movie does look really good. Does it look great? I, I saw a, a Okay, there's a 10.30. For it. I think I'll, I can catch that. Okay, there you go. Right. You can make it. Yeah, I'll make that. I'm going to hate it. Probably. I can't wait to hear your review. Just text me. Yeah. Afterwards. Be like, sure it's, it's, it's gonna, awful. It's going to be okay. that emoji of like a just, it's not even the eyes closed, flatline mouth. It'll just be eyes open, flatline mouth of like, yep, uh, I smiled a few times. I mean, I like Ezra Miller. His Flash seems amusing. Yeah, I've heard the supporting cast around, like, everyone is pretty... Like, the whole Justice League I heard pretty strong performances from. I heard I just plot like and visual issues. Cyborg... I, I, I mentioned this on the Slow Readers. Uh, Cyborg looks so boring, which is a shame because Cyborg's a great character. I was never a Cyborg guy. I love Teen Titans. Okay. So, for me, he's always been, like, this compelling character. And from the first look of him in the trailer, I'm like... You turned him into fucking Data from TNG? Mm. Boring. Yeah. Hey, Zack Snyder. Um, sorry for your loss. Again. Stop directing movies. Yes. Go away. Just go away. Take care of your family. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, Justice League, all that kind of thing. Like, eh, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like the trailers made it look cool. Like, I like yeah. using the white stripes. They make it look fun, but yeah. like... To only to a certain extent. Then once you get to them like fighting, it looks less boring. The whole yeah. getting the band together looks fun, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be at least under two hours. That's a win. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll fucking see. Last Jedi's runtime was revealed this week. Yeah. Any the longest besides that. Uh, we have we have runtimes for that. Yeah, two thirty. Uh, so the longest uh, Star Wars movie. Okay. Um, the trailer for Incredibles two was a teaser. Yeah. It's now the most viewed animated movie trailer of all time. I haven't watched it yet. It's really not yeah, anything. You, 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 I think you told me it's very underwhelming, so I haven't bothered. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool to know that we're getting that, but there's nothing that makes no, me I, excited. I, I, I really wanted, I would hope that if it was ever going to do an Incredibles trailer, it will be about, like, a, a, a further progression of the story. Like, you do, like, Jack-Jack has grown up, and now he's nope. Mr. Incredible. Nope. And it deals with the, the legacy of his family. I mean, that, if, if I was writing a fan script sequel to The Incredibles, that, that's it what would that be would be about. It would be about Jack-Jack? It would be about Jack-Jack, who's now just Jack. He doesn't want to be known as Jack-Jack anymore, and he has to deal with his successful hero, older brother and sister, and his father's legacy as the original Mr. Incredible. And he just it's wants to be... how he becomes Mr. Incredible. 
So have him just be a regular guy. He wants to live a normal life, and then he's forced out of that life to save his brother and sister. Oh no! I think he would just he would want to be a hero, but oh. he just can't live up to them yet. Oh. Even though he has the most powers out of all of them, or you do it kind of like what? What? I guess that's kind of the joke of the movie. What's? Is he just? Is he just? Um, new Mister Fantastic. Like in, in certain universes, Reed Richards and uh and Sus- uh, Suzanne Somers, and uh, Susan Storm's uh son Nathan. No, Nathan. Nathan, that's that's Cable. I thought their name. I'm looking this up right yeah, now. Yeah, we gotta find out. Yeah, because there's a son and a daughter. Is he Marvel Man? Or he's something? He has a, he has a he has a name. It's like Nova. No, no Nova's Nova. like the Nova Corps. Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic. Oh, the son was right down there. Yeah. Um, geek cred dwindling. I Franklin know. Richards. God, I was so close. Who goes Omega by, level? Yeah. Yeah, he has other Psylord, I don't know his names. Hmm. Yeah, there's another name for him. I yeah, feel I like, like in too. other versions, let's find that. Psylord, Ego Spawn, Avatar, Tattletale, Franklin Benjamin, Amazing. Richard Franklin. Yeah, I, I'm just like wikiing right now, so. Yeah. Interesting character. But see, I would love to do that kind of story where he is just like. He is like this incredibly powerful guy who just can't control it. Basically, it could be like, like an X-Men story. Mm-hmm. But that's what I would have wanted. Instead, it's kind of like, really, guys? You, you, you made fucking three Cars movies, and then you and you do a Monsters, Inc. prequel? Yeah, why? Why? Why'd you bother? Uh, it, again, I didn't want a... I, didn't, I never saw Cars, Yeah. and I didn't think it was that interesting. Ooh, talking Cars, a fucking NASCAR okay. movie. Okay, okay, whatever. The logistics of that movie... The... the, the, the what what the the plausible deniability? It, it's just too much. I I can't buy into that premise. Yeah, uh, it, 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 just, it doesn't, doesn't make, interest it, me. It doesn't make any sense. It, it mm. like it, it puts me off. Yeah, Monsters Inc. Though I really dug that came out when I was yeah. like maybe I eleven. I love Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. is amazing. But I never wanted to see the prequel because I, I again I was like who cares? who cares? I know what happens. Like I would I would be into it if you were like we're gonna do a sequel and Boo's coming back. Then yeah. I would be like word I'm in. Yeah, see, done. Cool. I think that, that's what I wanted out of this. I want progress. Mm-hmm. Don't go backwards. If you're making a sequel, that's what makes it seem like a cash grab. It's like yeah. I... Why do we need to see like? How they became friends. Like, we've already established they have yeah. an excellent dynamic in the first one, so there's no reason to go backwards and regress. Ryan, what is your favorite prequel? Prequel? Because I don't even think I have one. I don't know if I can really name one. I think they're almost universally needless. Yeah. I mean, where's the. There's been times where I want to know, like, like, if they did a John Wick prequel, I'd probably really enjoy it. But then again, that might destroy some of the mystery of the character. Yeah. Maybe um, there's a point to the mystery. Yeah, I don't also, know. Like, like, you'd have to cast someone else as John Wick, or you'd have to do a creepy robot acting face, mm-hmm. which I don't like either. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're right. Maybe prequels in and of themselves are totally needless. I feel like they, they always seem like a cash grab, and you, you can't... Uh, sometimes I like the idea of filling in a separate hole from it, kind of like Lion King one and a half. That's a fun idea. Okay. It's already Hamlet. Let's do a, let's do an animated Rosencrantz and Gildenstern are dead. That sounds fun. Okay. But that's only other context. Ryan, is that your penis whirring that's this time? That's my penis whirring again. Electronic peeners. Yeah, yeah. Why can't you people understand that, like, I don't make noise at night when you're doing things, yeah. trying to sleep, but during the day when I have fucking time, everyone's got to do this shit. Ryan, you're, 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 <sighs> just, you're just Johnny Castle in this situation. I know. They don't understand you. They don't understand me. Not at all. I wish I could make them just dance and stop playing with leaf blowers. Nope. It's not going to happen. Uh, just rake, guys. It's fine. I know. But, like... Even like let's let's talk in terms that like most geeks understand like the Star Wars prequels, bad by everyone's consideration. I I personally like three, 
mm. a little bit. That's the one I, I do kind of attach to, but it's more of an emotional attachment. Sure. My, my uncle, like, took me out of school mm-hmm. to, like, go see it opening day. So, like, I have the attachment there. Like, ah, oh, this is that one time I got to spend with my uncle. It was awesome. But, like, I don't need to see the story of, like, how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. Just no. give me the cool, like, it's the famous Pat Oswalt bit, I guess, sums up the feelings better. What was it again? He talks about, like, going back, if he had a time machine, the first thing he did was go back to 1992 and kill George Lucas with a shovel. <laughs> and it's it's a fantastic bit, but he just goes through the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's, again, I don't need to see the, I don't need to know how the things I love were created. I just love the stuff I love. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, only prequel that comes to mind that works, and it's not even really one, Godfather Part Two. you're just filling in, because that's a beautiful poetic thing of how... You know how Vito becomes Vito, who becomes this larger than life figure. But it's not all totally it's not about all that. Him. It's also about it, it, it's just it runs parallel to Michael, which makes it yeah. Important. Seeing how Michael becomes a bastard. Yeah, how he becomes how how he doesn't learn anything really from his father. Mm-hmm. That his father became an honorable man while also being a powerful one. Yes. And Michael just loses everything. Yeah. He betrays family in the worst possible way. His family betrays him. That's true, but um, didn't, didn't he bring is, out himself? Is Frito mentally challenged? No, Fredo's just a loser. He always seemed like, kind of like, he didn't have all the marbles in the bag. No, he was just, he was just weak. Hmm. Which is a shame, because Fredo's, I think that's the problem with Fredo. Fredo is the only good son in the family, and he's weak. Hmm. And I think in a family like that, if you're, if you're going to be difficult, you have to at least be strong. Mm-hmm. Like, Sonny was. Sonny is like a force. Yes. But Sonny let his anger get the best of him, and he dies for it. Mm-hmm. And... And Michael is just the cold killer. And Fredo is just... He's the weak, good son. He he's dies a, praying. He's a coward. Yeah, he's a coward. But like, it's not like he wants to be. And that's why like Fredo's a fascinating character. Like, you know, mm. he's, he's in the boat. He's doing like that whole Hail Mary thing. Yeah. Maybe I'll give to more of an active watch tonight when I yeah. watch it. I'll have to pay more attention to the Fredo scenes. Great movie. Beautiful movie. Both of them are very great. Yeah. I was actually not surprised to see that it won the, the film spotting thing. I mean, yes, it's a great movie, but like, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. There yeah. were movies that I would have liked to see be a dark horse and win. Yeah, I think we, we, we discussed it. Like, listeners, if you're not familiar with this, there's another film podcast called Film Spotting, and yearly they do a kind of March Madness. March Madness. It's kind March of thing. Madness for our people. Yes, exactly. Last year they did a breakdown of like, if only, like, only one movie can exist for all time. All the rest of the movies in the world will be destroyed, and they did a bracket for it. And the winner was, not, not surprising to me at all, was a Godfather. Yeah. But the final seed, like the last matchup, was Godfather Pulp Fiction, which surprised me. I didn't think Pulp Fiction would get that far. No, I mean neither. I thought it would have been like Godfather Jaws, anyone, or Godfather yeah. Citizen Kane. I can absolutely, I can see anyone making strong, strong arguments that if you only want one movie to exist in the world, it would be one of those three. Like Pulp Fiction, I think I think I talked to you about this. Pulp Fiction doesn't really work for me as only movie left in the world because it's reactionary to movies. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that if aliens landed on our planet and there was one thing that they'd mistake for the Bible, it would be the Godfather. Okay. But you see Pulp Fiction, it's like, wow, these people were very, very interesting. Yeah. These are all damaged individuals. Yeah. You can't have meta text be your essential text. Okay. I could see it. And like we touched upon it before, like too many people get the wrong idea from mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Glorious Bastards all the way, baby. Kill Bill. Ripley. The whole thing. Yeah. When is that goddamn supercut coming out? God fucking damn. I don't think it ever will, Ryan. Maybe when he's dead. No, I can't wait that long. I'll have to kill him. <laughs> You'll have to kill him and get it that way. Yeah, the, apparently there's like fan cuts, but like he has a cut. He has a cut. It's he has a cut. cut. 
I don't want to see his cut. I don't see your cut. Yeah, like if you have it, like give it to me. Yeah. Just put it out. I like name a price. Two hundred dollars for the four and a half hour cut. Done. 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 Happily. Happily. I would have like screened that for him. I'm gonna be pissed because you're gonna be living in LA, and apparently he screens it at uh, New Beverly every now and again. I plan to live with the New Beverly. I'm I'm going I'm gonna live there and I'm gonna get like married there. It's gonna be great. Oh, you're gonna see so many good things. Oh, there's so many good things. I I like I oh that actually was like that'll be a nice gift for you. I'll give you Patton Oswalt's book, um, Silver Screen Fiend. Where oh, he really? does yeah he just does movies. I think if I can make my life bartending, filmmaking, uh, comedy performing and watching movies all day long. I mean that's basically my life. Yeah, you're just getting paid for all those things. Yes, please. So what's the book? He just reviews movies. No, it's it chronicles his years and then like in the where you'd see a movie before a show. Yeah, all about like his, his kind of like his rise in the career and how all he did for a long time was like toil away at Mad TV, which he hated, and go to movies and work on a stand-up act. So it's a hmm. great like industry comedian kind of life story. Okay. And he's obsessed with movies. Yes. So it's a great read. That's why he's one of my favorites. Anything else going on this week, Ryan? News-wise or scene thing wise No. Like I said, I couldn't sleep after your part. Well, I went to sleep very quickly after your party, then woke up at 2 a.m. and couldn't sleep, so I watched Kill Bill 2. And that's, I, again, happy time movie. I love that last song, The Good Night Moon by Shivery. Yeah. Great song. I like Perfect the one from song. one, the all-instrumental one. Oh, it's yeah. the Shepherd, something with the Shepherd. Oh, no, the Man Flute one? Yeah. Yeah. do do It's a good one. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't think there's really any other news. Um, speaking of Tarantino, his new movie landed at Sony. Yeah. Uh, fuck you, Charlie Manson. You're dead. Yep. Bye. Uh, uh, apparently Bye, bitch. It's kind of a movie about him that he's doing. Yeah. It's in, kind of in the background. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. That's about all I got. Yeah. I haven't really seen anything like earth shattering lately. Yeah. Me neither. Um. What did I? What, what did I see? Uh. Let's see. Me and the professor are watching Veronica Mars again the other day, and mm-hmm. uh, I. It's, I haven't seen Veronica Mars in maybe 10 years, to be perfectly honest. <coughs> really? No, that's not true. It ended in 07. I had to have rewatched it, like, in 2011 or so. But it's been a long while. So, I've, I've been telling people for the longest time that... For the longest... For the longest time, time... That I like Jessica Jones a lot, but it's not as good as it could be just because I love Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I, I hold to that, but... Rewatching these Veronica Mars episodes, they seem really dated now. Really? Like, everyone has really ugly early aughts clothing. Mm. The lighting is really kind of cheesy now. And the music cues are very, very hacky. Kind of nowadays. Yeah. Back, back in 06, it was just a product of the time. It was cutting edge and it was amazing. But now, looking back, it's a little cheesier than I remember. That Jessica Jones is an infinitely more stylish just because it's newer. But me and the professor were having a discussion about how she loves Jessica Jones and I love Veronica Mars. And I have to cede to her that Jessica Jones is probably a deeper, more well-meaning kind of show. However, my complaints about Jessica Jones were almost always purely technical. Okay. How I felt that, um, do you know how long your episodes should be? 45 minutes. You don't need to make a dialogue scene an extra 10 minutes long just to pad time. Efficiency is king. Don't need that. And I always maintain that Kristen Ritter is hilarious and great and a great actress. And they always shoot her quote unquote funny lines. Not funny. Mm-hmm. That like you watch Veronica Mars. I put on she put on a random episode and they're having back and forth, rapid fire back and forth. That's very funny and charming and excellent. And Kristen Ritter, I've always found like 
even her best lines in Jessica Jones, they shoot they shoot her saying these lines as she's like walking away from the camera, muttered out the side of her mouth. Yeah. And it, it's like you you know you didn't cut on that joke right, you didn't shoot it right, so it's not funny now. It's funny on paper, but I I, I think not it, executed well. No, not at all. I think that they didn't have a really good like I don't think the showrunners protected a good showrunner, but I feel like they could have. Right, directing dialogue is hard, and uh, Jessica Jones does not have well directed dialogue. Okay. Still a great show. I like. I that. will. I would never take it away from someone, and I think Tennant is terrifying. Yeah, he's pretty fucking creepy. I think he's the best Marvel villain. You can make that argument. Like he's the most well drawn. He's the most scary. And yeah. The, like oh, he's so scary, funny. charming. Yeah. It's yeah. It's yeah. Like he he does that amazing obnoxious. Thing perfectly, mm-hmm. like during the whole "poor you" kind of speech. Just like, like my life's hard too. I made a guy fuck himself by accident. Yeah, and like, and he sells that that moment. So he's a man who's convinced that he suffered, and he probably hasn't really. And even if he did, it's nothing compared to what he's done to other people. Mm-hmm. And Jessica's just like, oh no, oh poor you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Maybe I should rewatch that. I don't know. Couple, couple uh, episodes, perhaps. Yeah. Anywho, Anywho, besides that, uh, I finally bought a copy of Crimson Peak. Um, okay. Danny and I were talking about it in Slow Readers, and I remember that I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like Del Toro, Ryan? Yeah. Um, what's your favorite Del Toro? Ooh, you're going to yell at me. Oh, boy. I like Pacific Rim quite oh. a bit. All right. Again, t- t- problems are purely technical. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, everyone made fun of me when it came out that year, and I was like really about it, because I was like, it's so stylish it's and fun. It's a very enjoyable and creative movie. Yeah, I was like, it's just fucking giant monsters fighting robots. And then I saw the trailer for the new one, which he's not involved in. And I was like, wow, you got the complete wrong message from mm-hmm. the first one. Now that yep. you're doing Like, it looks so... Did you see the trailer for the new one? I have. It looks really bro-y. It looks like Transformers. Yeah. It's like they're all... Like, there's four of them standing there getting ready to fight a bigger monster. Like, yeah. This... That wasn't the point of Pacific Rim, guys. When I heard they're going to do a sequel, I was like, oh, cool. Give me more of the same and I'll be happy. And they, mm-hmm. like, just dialed it up to like 13 yeah. and it just it doesn't look cool like when I heard John Boyega I was, in it, I was like oh okay that's oh, okay. cool and then Del Toro's not doing it I was like hmm. now I'm afraid that, that, that movie worked because of him uh, yeah like we were in the theater watching the trailer and like Michelle Monaghan looked at me and like after, as she does after every trailer to get like my reaction from a trailer mm-hmm. and stone I just, face I just like shook my head and she was like what he loved the first <laughs> one I was like that's not we'll the talk first one. after the movie because I have a lot to say based mm-hmm. on that like two minutes and fourteen seconds. I'm sure I've gotten to it before, probably on the show even. I don't. I'm not mad at Pacific Rim because I'm pretty sure. I feel like this has to be the case that uh, that Del Toro. I'm sure the protagonist in his original vision is uh, Rinko Kikuchi. It's a Japanese girl. Mm-hmm. I think it's her story. And then the studios were like. Uh, that's probably not going to sell, man. And they probably weren't wrong, at least by their fears. Yeah. I think if they trusted Del Toro, it would have worked. But you can see the compromises made in it. That He wanted to make it... a live-action anime. Yeah, and, and they, they made had it throw... more about Charlie Hunnam, whose character is not very interesting. I think like, no. if it had been... Like, the lead is Rinko Kikuchi, and her Han Solo, like, sidekick, charming, like, potential lover support was Charlie Hunnam, then I think it would have been a much better movie. 
Okay, I'll agree with that. I actually had one of my like favorite openings of the year, mm. like the fifteen minute like setup to how the world got the way it is. Oh, that's cool. I it's really, really cool. like. I was sold pretty instantly. I, I'm trying to remember when that movie lost me. Also, it's like I saw that movie it's high. like ten minutes till title card. Yeah. And I sometimes that really works for me. Other times it takes me completely out of it, and it, that really works. I was like, oh, okay, so this is a prologue. Okay. And then title, and boom, here's our story. Like, it gave me an excellent setup, and I loved it. I should so. try love it. I should try that one again. Yeah, it's eventually. it's pretty great. Um, but Crimson Peak, uh, I don't know how I'd sell it to you, because... It's um, not really a haunted ha- house ghost movie? Like, no, that's how it's, it's a love been story. Sold. Yeah? It's really, it's it's a gothic romance. Okay. It's more along the lines of something like, like Jane Eyre meets Bride of Frankenstein. Okay. Uh, so, like, a young, smart, sophisticated woman, Mia Wasikowska... She, like, wants to be a writer of, like, like love stories and ghost stories, but ghost stories primarily. And Loki comes in, he's a charming young man, and along with him is Jessica Chastain giving forth this ridiculous performance. It doesn't really, it's, it, it's not her? Okay. I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's a cool haunted house ghost story that's actually a twisted romance. Okay. And it's visually fucking unbelievably beautiful. Hiddleston is amazing as always, and Jessica Chastain, like, her accent isn't quite there. Mm-hmm. But what she's doing, she owns every frame she's in. She's like overacting to the nth level, but it works so well. Okay. I think it's a good date night watch actually. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very very charming, and I love the crap out of it, and I I, I could stare at that thing all day. Visually, he's always been. He's the one man. That I like. Toro. Yeah. Hellboy. Hellboy. So, that's about what we did for the thing. Yeah. Ready to play our game, Ryan? Yeah, what are we playing? Alright, we're playing What is Gabriel's Sex Pick? Yay! It's his butt. Oh, well. Hey, hey! Okay, that. Ryan. So, as always, the game is I'll present you with four options mm-hmm. for my sex pick. Okay. You will select two, mm-hmm. and then you will flip a coin to decide the last one. Oh, hold on, one. let me get the coin. I'll get, get the, the coin. I'll get the space dollar. Space dollars. Thank you, space dollar. Thank you, friend of the show, LA. Space dollar. Nice. Our first pick is 1981's Body Heat. It is a neo-noir starring William Hurt. It's the production company from uh, Blade Runner. Oh, hey. All right, so here's a trailer for Body Heat. Slow motion letters. Imagine someone being like, Bod, what? This is a very expressionistic trailer. There's there's Kathleen Turner in her sexy prime. Yeah. I don't know what this movie's about. No. But I think it's it's kind of like a sexy mystery where Kathleen Turner has sex with people and kills them, probably. Very dark trailer. All right. Wind chimes are annoying me. <laughs> All right. 
So there's so that. So I don't know what that is. Okay. So here's an interesting sell for you on that. The writer and director of that is Lawrence Kasdan. Okay. Writer and director. Yeah. Okay. That might so be a selling that's point. an interesting poll there. That fucking writer of Raiders of the Lost Ark did that. Okay. Here's a trailer for Black Snake Moan, a movie directed by, oh gosh, what's his name? Um, Craig Brewer, who did Hustle and Flow. Um, I first saw the trailer to this movie, but before um, uh, Snakes on a Plane. Oh, God. And it was a theater full of people ready to laugh at Snakes on a Plane. And then the, uh, the what's it called? The trailer for this comes up. And for the second we see it, Sam Jackson, the audience are erupted into cheers. Okay. Here and it's go. Christina Ricci, too, right? Yeah, it's a sex addict. <laughs> it's a movie about the blues. And sex and God. Got the nymphomania. Kind of like with Roll Bounce. I walked in thinking it was going to be fucking dumb. Turned out to be awesome. Okay. Okay. Next one. We have Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Criterion pick. Directed mm-hmm. by Russ Meyer and written by Dear Dear Roger Ebert. This time they've really gone beyond. Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. From 20th Century Fox. Is that all they got? Recently, 20th Century Fox had two very heavy ideas. First, make a film called Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Second, get Russ Meyer to write, produce, and direct it. You'll meet three girls, young, beautiful, talented, a tight trio that was the heart and soul of a rock group. Life was sweet, man, but not enough. The whole world was out there waiting. Hmm. And the beat inside the basis for getting great. Hollywood, USA. Yeah, 
non-stop merry-go-round where the only ticket you need is success. Be a winner, man, or forget it. When they made that first party, it was like too late. The whole thing was moving, reaching out, and they dug it. Whites, yellows, and reds were more than just colors, man. They were it. The magic dream pills. The chicks were wild and groovy. The studs were cool and cruel. The eyes so warm, the smile so friendly. But watch the teeth. They bite deep. Faces, so many faces, calling, begging, help me, love me, save me, don't listen, if you hear them, you've had it, come on, open your mouth, wider, hear, taste, life, man, life, like it, hell no, tough, it's a one-way trip all the way down, <laughs> one little girl turns her back on truth and love, she'll have to make it with pain and eyes that cry rivers, who sacrifice her heart in the arms of another chick, don't look for evil in your brother's eye, the third bird finds her man, it's good, very good, but she almost blew it before she learned that simple truth. The boys are here too. One so sure that love was enough. It isn't. You gotta fight for it or it'll just get out. Another cat's hungry. Bread and chicks make them pay. Love is free but sex isn't. Don't look back. You won't like the view. And what about you, man? What's your thing? You talk weird. What do all those words mean? Who are you? Don't look at me, man. You're not real. It's all here. Love, rape, murder, dope, grass, abortion, suicide. Isn't that a show tagline? What's that? Isn't that a show tagline? Yeah. I want to know who wrote that trailer. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's a lot happening. Yeah, that's... I, I feel like that what it, it probably was Russ Meyer who did that. Anyway, and lastly, our last choice is a very, very complicated movie that I like a lot, primarily because it is very complicated. Mm-hmm. It is called Possession. Okay. Another 1981. That's kind of wild. Hmm. Another movie where they're spelling out the title? Mm-hmm. Same thing in 1981, apparently. It was their blah. <laughs> that's Sam Neill. Isabella Johnny, the internationally acclaimed actress, in her most explosive, controversial role. This is a notoriously very fucked up movie. Hines Bennett.
That looks weird and fucked up. Daniel sold that movie to me because he knows I love movies where people have, where people have horrible, brutal, screaming, painful screaming matches at each other about love and divorce. Love and divorce? Yes. It's not a horror movie? Oh, it's also a horror movie. Oh, okay. Okay, so Ryan. I'm going to pass the coin to you because you're going to flip. Okay. The choices I've made are mm -hmm. Possession Okay. and Black Snake Moan. All right, very cool. So, what's heads? Your call. Okay. A heads is possession. Tails? We're doing Black Snake Moan. We're doing Black Snake Moan. Cool. All right, cool. Um, for Save our... possession, because I, I, yeah. I do kind of want to see that. Yeah, sure. Um, Back maybe... to that in your next one. Yeah. Maybe we'll make that my birthday pick. Okay. Which is which will be next week, then maybe after after that, then. Okay. It'll be like a birthday gift. All right. All right, cool. All right, listeners, next week we'll be back of Craig Brewer's Black Snake Moon, a movie that is even more problematic now than it was back then. Cool. So I think it's 10 years old now. It's an old movie. Oh, so. Yeah, still. All right, but please, um, guys. Oh, well, Ryan, quick, plug for us. Uh, you can find uh, myself on the Instagrams at uh, Tango Like Cash. Yeah. Uh, also, Gabriel and I. Every Friday, Saturday night at the bookstore Speakeasy, 336 Adams Street, Bethlehem, PA. And you can tweet at us at Top Gallant Radio. And on to you, my friend. All right. Listeners, you can find me all over the internet at GMAR, number four, serious. I'm off Twitter and Tumblr. I'm on Instagram at BabyMara, five A's at the very end of it. Please listen to other sex and, uh, please listen to other Top Gallant radio shows. We have Slow Readers, a fast-paced literature podcast. Or, uh, oh, my God, I'm everywhere. Where Daniel, William, Michael, and I discuss literature sometimes. And is also the only Lovers Left in the Library podcast where sexy Latinas discuss feminism and erotica. Uh, besides that, shit, I mean, that's kind of it, right? Go to topcountradio.com, like, you know, review, subscribe to our shows. And if you do any of that, I can prove it me as you. I'll, give you, I'll buy you a cocktail at the bar. Yeah, whatever you like, whatever your heart desires. Florida Lee. All right, um, see you next week. See you next week. Like Snake Moan. Bye. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasts and content, go to topcountradio.com 